0: It's time to go under the hood with the Indie Fuel. Welcome to the Under the Hood Podcast, the official podcast of the Indie Fuel. I am Andrew Smith. Glad you've joined us this week as we take a look back at the previous week with the Indie Fuel and look ahead to the middle of December and we Hope the Fuel continue their five-game winning streak that they bring into this weekend, December 8th and 9th, coming up at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum as the Fuel cap a four-game homestand. And then next weekend, home-at-home, home, capping with Saturday night's Teddy Bear Toss Night against the Kalamazoo Wings on December 16th. Looking forward to all of those contests here at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Later on in the program... You will hear from three Indy Fuel players, Jordan Martin, Colin Bielek, and Cam Hillis. Well, the Fuel, as we mentioned, enter this weekend having won five consecutive games to move their record to 508 8, eight and 1. They are currently within a point of a playoff spot and within three points of second place in the Central Division, thanks to their meteoric rise up the standings over the last couple of weeks. And the Fuel have done it with good defense. Good goaltending, and they've won close games. They have allowed two or fewer goals in four of the five victories. The th- the fifth was a 4-3 to three overtime victory over Wheeling on Friday night. And they've done it winning close games. All of these games have been decided by one or two goals. But the Fuel have been able to make plays to build leads and hang on to them in the third period, or if they haven't been able to hang on to them in the third period, Put the game away in overtime or in the shootout. Cam Hillis walked off a pair of victories in a 24 hour span over the weekend to give the fuel this five game winning streak and points now in six consecutive games. Obviously things have been pretty busy for the fuel, but we saw Anthony Petrozelli join the lineup last week. He had a pair of assists in the Sunday shootout victory over Fort Wayne and also, Cam Backer was signed uh, last week. He will start the year on injured reserve as he works himself into game shape and will eventually join the Fuel's defense core. Zach Driscoll, the reigning ECHL goaltender of the week after posting two victories over Fort Wayne in a 1.4 goals against average in those two wins, allowing three goals in 127 minutes of hockey and playing some really good hockey. The Fuel getting some really good goaltending right now from both Driscoll and Mitchell Weeks. Driscoll currently 6th in the league in goals against average with a 2.51 GAA. He is 5-3-0 so far this season. The Fuel have had some guys red hot. Cam Hillis had a 7-game scoring streak snapped on Sunday. He had 9 points in those 7 games. Sheamus Malone scored his 50th career ECHO goal on Friday night, had a six-game scoring streak snapped on Sunday as well. And Brian Lemos had a six-game streak with nine points in those six games snapped. Santino Centurame currently has assists in four consecutive games for the Fuel. As we look back at this five-game winning streak, it began on Sunday, November 26th in Kalamazoo, but continued on November 29th, the Wednesday night as the Wheeling Nailers visited as the Fuel right now in a mode where they are just alternating playing Wheeling at Fort Wayne in the standings. The Fuel fell behind one to nothing early in the game, 104 seconds into the game to be exact, but Kyle McSimovich tied the game up late in the first with this goal. In the end, Centurame takes... Looks to play it into the wheeling zone. Ballant will negate the icing as he tracks it down to the left wing corner to Maksimovic along the goal line. Into the slot. Backhand score! Kyle Maksimovic took the puck from the corner and just waltzed into the slot and backhanded it. Pass Gauthier into the net. And the fuel of tight it at one. Time of the goal, 1835. And give a lot of credit to Andrew Ballant. That guy's motor is always going, and it was his speed that got in there first in the forecheck and negated the icing. He tracked the puck down, moved it to Maksimovic. Nobody touched him, and he just took it off the boards right into the slot and backhanded it past Gauthier. The big turning point came not too long thereafter. Santino Santarame and Seamus Malone were both in the penalty box, and the Fuel had to kill a long, wheeling five-on-three. With 18 seconds left in the period, the Fuel lost a defensive zone faceoff, but an errant pass came out to the neutral zone, and Brian Lemos hopped on a loose puck with the Fuel down two men. And Spakovsky works it low to DeRussell back diagonal, past Bellavo and out to the neutral zone. Hopping on the loose puck is Brian Lemos. Here he comes short-handed. He scores! A three-on-five short-handed goal for Brian Lemos to the fuel. Take the lead. It's 2-1. A bad pass to the point. Lemos read it perfectly, skated onto it, and turned on the Jets. Had the step on the D, didn't have time to do much, but was able to rattle one past Gautier, off the post and in. That goal set the tone for the rest of the night. Wheeling tied the game in the second period, but less than a minute and a half later, John Martin untied it on the power play. And the fuel maintain possession briefly. It comes across the line. Hillis will skate onto it. Feed it into the left circle. Here's a feed in front. John Martin scores! Tic-tac goal of the fuel with a power play tally. Lead it 3-2. Wheeling couldn't clear. The fuel held it in. And Cam Hillis brought it across the line with speed. Mitchell Weeks made it stand up, making 20 saves in the Fuel's 3-2 victory. On Friday night, the Fuel traveled to Fort Wayne, where they are now 2-0 and on the season. They surrendered the game's first goal with one second to go in the first period. That's often a bit of a gut punch, but Indy rallied in the second... Jordan Martin's shorthanded goal got the fuel on the board midway through the period. Colin Bielek followed five minutes later with a power play goal that turned out to be the game winner, and Seamus Malone scored his fiftieth career goal, an insurance goal in the third period of a three-to-one victory as Zach Driscoll made it stand up with 30 saves. The fuel outshot the comets 41 to 31 in that contest. Saturday night, it was a thriller as the fuel took on the wheeling nailers at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. The second time, those two teams saw each other in a four-day span. And very early, Seamus Malone redirected Brian Lemos' shot on the power play to give the Fuel a 1-0 lead. Then in the second period, John Martin made it a 2-0 contest. Here's John Martin shooting and scoring right off the faceoff. John Martin collected a loose puck and wired it right under the bar. And the Fuel have taken a 2-0 lead on John Martin's 8th goal of the year. Wheeling tied the game in the second period, but with a minute 11 to go in the frame, Brian Lemos scored for the second consecutive game against the Nailers. Blount into the Wheeling zone with a minute 19 to go in the second. Takes the puck in the right wing corner. to Miksimović looks to center. Here's a feed to the far side. They score! It's Brian Lemos giving the Fuel a 3-2 to lead. As the centering feed came all the way through to Lemos in the left circle, and he hammered it into the open side. Late in the third, Wheeling's Davis Bunn scored out of a scramble in the crease, nodding the game up and sending us to overtime. There, Cam Hillis, Provided the hero on a given go with Santino Centurame. Centurame fights off a checkout, lets to Hillis three on two for the fuel as they bring it across the line. Hillis drops for Centurame back to Hillis Shoots score! <laughs> Kim Hillis wins it for the fuel with a one timer from the inside of the left wing circle. He beat McNiven blocker side. And the Fuel win it in overtime. That was Hillis' third goal of the season. His second overtime goal as a member of the Fuel and gave Indy a 4-3 victory, extending the winning streak to four games. On Sunday afternoon, the Fuel extended it to five. It was a back-and-forth, tight-checking game against the Fort Wayne Comets. But the Fuel drew two power plays in the second period, and Andrew Ballant cashed in on both, with Anthony Petrozelli getting his first two points as a member of the Fuel against his former team. Over to the left side for Ruffin. Back up top, centerame Straight away into the left circle. Petrozelli feeds it in front. Andrew Ballant scores! Anthony Petrozelli with his first point. As a member of the Fuel coming against his former team as he put it right on the tape of Ballant at the top of the crease. Ballant redirects it into the net. The Fuel with a power play goal in their sixth consecutive game. They lead it one to nothing. Sends it up top to Ballant. He'll bring it down the boards to the corner. Now to Ruffin. Minute 14 to go on the power play. Here's a shot deflected on goal, save, rebound, score. Andrew Ballant found the loose change at the top of the crease and backhanded it past Parks for his second power play goal of the game, and the Fuel lead to two to nothing. Fort Wayne, as it often seems to do, rallied with two goals less than three minutes apart in the third period to tie the game, and The Fuel had two late power plays they were unable to cash in on, and so the teams headed to overtime. Each team had a breakaway stopped in overtime, and eventually we went to the shootout where the Fuel went three for three, and Cam Hillis walked it off. Cam Hillis trying to be the hero for the second straight day. Right shot. Brings it over to the right wing boards. Cuts back toward the middle. Hillis shoots. Scores. The Fuel win. The Fuel will go three for three in the shootout. Cam Hillis walks it off for the second straight day. The Fuel win it three to two over the Fort Wayne Comets. That victory gave the Fuel their first shootout win of the year. An eight-eight and one record. Five hundred on the season, and their fifth consecutive victory. That leads us into another weekend against Wheeling and Fort Wayne. From Thanksgiving through the end of December, the Fuel will play 16 games. Five against Wheeling, five against Fort Wayne, and five against Kalamazoo, who the Fuel will face three consecutive times heading into the Christmas holiday. And one game against the Jacksonville Icemen. But this upcoming weekend, the Wheeling Nailers here for a Friday night game, Wintertainment. And a do three one seven night with three dollar domestic beer or soda, one dollar popcorn, and seven dollar craft beers or specialty t-shirts. Saturday night's going to be a Charlie Brown Christmas night presented by Damar. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Find out at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum as we celebrate a Charlie Brown Christmas and continue wintertainment with Santa and his reindeer. We will be wearing specialty Peanuts jerseys that night. You can bid on them after the game. The next weekend, December 15th and 16th. On the 15th, the Fuel will be in Wheeling. And then 16th, a Saturday night, Teddy Bear Toss night. And the final game of our wintertainment series Bring a brand new at Teddy Bear and throw it onto the ice when the fuel score their first goal. All of the Teddy Bears will be donated to the WRTV Toy Drive. Face off for all those games at 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at the Indiana Farmer's Coliseum box office or at Ticketmaster.com. Well, let's meet our guests on this edition of Under the Hood. Our first guest is Jordan Martin. Jordan One of a pair of brothers, along with his older brother, John, joining the Fuel this season has been an excellent penalty killer and center for the Fuel, and his shorthanded goal on Friday night was a critical one against Fort Wayne, drawing the Fuel even. That came a few days after he scored his first goal of the season on Sunday against the Kalamazoo Wings. Here is our conversation with Indy Fuel forward Jordan Martin. Jordan, first goal as a member of the Fuel on Sunday in Kalamazoo. Just describe the feeling of getting that first goal with your new team and
1: just how special that was for you. Oh uh, yeah, that was a pretty great feeling. I don't know if you could tell. I celebrated three times, so I heard that <laughs> from a few guys and yeah, it was just good to get the monkey off the back and hopefully keep rolling from here. Yeah, describe how that goal came about. Uh, just a hard forecheck. Belly obviously helped me out, spots recovering the puck yeah. up to Hattie. Mm-hmm. Just a shot on net and Lucky it hit my stick, I guess.
0: So playing with those guys, especially a a guy like Belly, who's so hard on the forecheck, and Matouche as well, what has it been like for you centering those two guys and and the chemistry you guys have been able to develop?
1: Yeah, we talk about it all the time, how hard we work on the forecheck, all three of us, and it's been pretty good. We've been picking it up the last, I think, three games. We've been really getting some good zone time and just talking about getting more ozone are uh, more like pucks in the net and mm-hmm. less like pucks in the corners and just getting more pucks in the net. Is it fun to be able to, to forecheck as hard as you guys do? Oh, yeah. I love it. It's always been part of my game and something that I love doing, just getting below the goal line and going with those guys is awesome. Belly, belly's great. Describe what your first couple months have been like here in India. how much you've enjoyed playing here. Oh, I love it. This is a great spot from the living to the staff to mm. everyone. It's been amazing, and I love it. What was it that brought you here? Uh, I'd like to say my brother helped yeah. me out a little bit. and yeah.
0: Last year as a rookie, you played most of the year in the SP in Birmingham, had a really good season, uh, had a couple of opportunities with uh, Toledo and Iowa.
1: How much did those give you a little bit of taste of what the ECHL was like? Yeah, definitely. It was uh, definitely an eye-opener going mm-hmm. up, just kind of showing me what I need to get and stay at this level. So it was definitely good to get that little taste last year and bring me into this year, I guess.
0: What do you notice is the, the difference between the SP versus playing in the, in the Coast?
1: Uh, time and space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guys are always in the right spot at the right time. Like I said, time and space. Like mm-hmm. if you're in the corner, there's a guy on your back right away. They don't have that time mm-hmm. to make the play, so you gotta know where your guys are and just trust that they're gonna be there. Four years at Wisconsin Superior. How did uh, how did those help prepare you to be a professional? Oh, it was. Uh, I tell guys all the time, it was a great place to play and mm-hmm. great coach there, Rich McKenna. He really helped me grow as like a player on the ice and off the ice spent a lot of time in the office with him just mm-hmm. chatting about life and i still talk to him this day and yeah great but, times to say the yx one of the top conferences yeah. in the
0: country too so you're facing really good competition night in and night out
1: yeah
0: all the time it's a yeah. great conference so I, I know you've seen guys like Belly and Matouche uh, and Ruffin. I, you probably saw them as opponents along the line. Uh, what's it like having
1: those guys as teammates? Yeah, they're all great, too. They're all kind of hard-nosed players.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think they got a little extra, little extra spice in their game, mm-hmm. you know, being a D3 guy, some other guys. So they just show a little more grit
0: is there kind of this little D3 brotherhood because of the fact that you guys have kind of had to work your you know work your way up a little bit more yeah i mean a little bit maybe
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um what's it been like playing with your brother this year uh it's been it's been awesome just from living kind of together to just being in the room and like seeing how a pro does it just mm-hmm. like coming in for practice, coming in for morning skates, how you take care of your body, little things to do after practice, I mean, for only a year or two for me, just having him as a role model, it's been it's been amazing. Have you guys ever had a chance to play together before? Uh, when we were like six, mm-hmm. seven, so, and that was when our dad coached us, so pretty awesome <laughs> you guys got a chance to be line mates for a game or two <laughs> yeah. two this year didn't you what yeah. was that like yeah i'm when i saw that on the on the lineup sheet i was just kind of taken back a little bit mm-hmm. and just hoped that i could be good that night <laughs> <laughs>
0: is, it, is it a case of you've played you've played in the driveway you kind of know where to get him the pocket <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So. a little bit yeah what's been your favorite thing about being an indie so far i just got to say the guys. Mm-hmm. Right from day one, just how welcoming every, every single guy was and the culture that they've built here is top-notch. I can't speak highly enough about it. What's your goal here for the rest of the year? Um, just do everything I can to, to help the guys out. Just be a good depth player. Got a lot of guys that could score goals and just kill some good penalties and just keep
0: rolling. That's Indy Fuel forward Jordan Martin. Our second guest is forward Colin Bielek. Colin joined the team in training camp, but missed the first several games with an injury. But since coming back, he has made quite an impact. Had a Gordie Howe hat trick in his first game, and the Fuel are 5-1-1 one, and one since he has been in the lineup. He has four goals and assist, and is plus one in seven games so far this season. And, of course, provides the Fuel some really excellent three-zone play has been skating here recently with Brian Lemos and Seamus Malone on an outstanding line a very talented skilled veteran line for the fuel here's our conversation with fuel forward Colin Bielich Colin welcome back to the lineup and uh, I know five points in five games since coming back just describe how your year has gone uh, since you've been able to return and and be really productive since coming back
3: Yeah, just we got a really good group in the room, and um, you know, being around the team and sitting out the first month, uh, trying to get myself back up to speed. Um, You know, when you got guys that are building me up and and making me feel good about about trying to get back and and really putting in a lot of work. So um, you know, it's been a lot of fun uh, these first five games. I've been back and just trying to. Hopefully, we can keep it rolling. I feel like the guys are starting to get some confidence right now. How
0: difficult is it when you come into training camp and, and you know you're not able to play, that you're still kind of working your way back and watching the guys play uh, from the press box and kind of itching to get back on the ice?
3: Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, and it, it's really hard, you know, sitting out and, and watching the guys play. And, uh, you know, we, we went through a little bit of a lull at the beginning. And, uh, you know, all you want to do is get out there and help. So... You know, being back, it definitely takes a weight off your shoulders. But, uh, you know, sitting out is no fun for anybody. So just really happy to be back.
0: And the team's playing well now, too. Uh, how, How have things come together here these last four or five games for you guys?
3: You know what we 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 met up as a team quite a few times. Uh, you know there was a lot of talking, but you know what, words aren't really going to fix any a yeah. uh, uh, slump when you're going through them. So um, you know what, the guys kind of just all said we're going to worry about our own job, and uh, the guys really just pulled together, and we've been I think we've been kind of stringing them together right now, and and uh, everybody's kind of pushing in the right direction, and, and you know what, winning is a lot of fun. So uh, especially with this group, we got a really fun group. So um, a lot of a lot confidence in the room right now.
0: Skating with Seamus and Brian the last few games, uh, all three of you are really responsible, solid three-zone players. What's it like skating with those two
3: guys? Yeah, just... I just love playing with guys. that love to work hard, mm-hmm. uh, and both those guys play really hard hockey. And uh, I mean, you know, Seamus isn't the biggest guy out there, but he loves to get get in the mix. And same same with Limo. So uh, uh, two really fun guys to play with. Two really good friends off the ice as well. Um, so it just makes our on on ice productivity all that much better.
0: How much fun has it been for you? You were the captain of Army a couple of years ago. To have the guy who succeeded you as captain and Anthony Fioriolo in the dressing room with you.
3: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, Fiore has been uh, uh, one of my closest friends from school. So, uh, it's really cool to see him get here and get a chance. So, um, you know, I, like he lives right across the hall from me at the apartment. So it's, it's, a. Uh it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, always having a familiar face in the room is cool.
0: So really an extra sense of brotherhood being uh, from a service academy and knowing what you guys have gone through, a somewhat unique uh, college experience?
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's not a lot of guys from, from uh, uh, the military academy that are playing right now, so it's kind of cool when you got two on the same team. So, um, yeah, it's definitely really cool. We're, we're real close like that, so it's, it's, uh, it's easy to bounce stuff off each other. And, uh, you know, like I said, he's one of my closest friends, So it's really cool having them here.
0: When you begin your your service uh, in in the army, what is your specialty going to be as you as you join?
3: I'll be a field artillery officer, okay. and um, and when I commission, I'll be stationed in Fort Carson, Colorado. Okay.
0: Wonderful. So, what uh, what does it mean for you to put on the uniform of your country and represent the United States Army?
3: Oh, it's an honor. I mean, like uh, you know what? It's not, not anybody who does so understands uh, you know how much they're giving up. And granted, I haven't done anything. Uh, mm-hmm. All I've done is go to school. So. Um, uh, you know what? I'm excited to to fulfill my obligation, and it's a, it's a crazy honor. And especially going to the academy, like I'm very proud uh, alumni, and and I love to be a part of that uh, that family. And um, you know what? Like when my hockey career comes to an end, I'll be uh, I'll be excited to start start playing for a new team.
0: As you've uh, kind of gone on through from year one to year two, uh, just describe how much. How much your game has grown, especially as your second year as a pro as you've gone through an offseason and kind of been able to hit the ground running this year?
3: Yeah, you know what? I had no idea what to expect coming into my first year pro last year. Um... You know, I, I especially jumping uh, from one organization to another when I got traded last year. Uh, and you know what? I, I really, really uh, enjoyed my time here in Indy. Um, you know, everybody's goal wants to play in the American League, and and uh, you know what? I've just uh, i found a, a great connection with with Duncan D'Amelio, and um, he's been a great mentor for me. And and uh, uh, he's in first of all, like, and probably his greatest asset is that he just gives me a lot of confidence. And um, I think that's like the probably the I mean, any player's dream. So, um, he's, that's probably my biggest, my biggest jump for, for my second year is just, um, trying to consistently play with a lot of confidence and, oh, and, uh, having Doug's just kind of build me up and, and giving me a lot of responsibility helps. What's
0: been your favorite thing about being an in Indy? Oh, the guys,
3: uh, yeah. you know what, uh, also being close to home mm-hmm. is nicer to being from Michigan, but, uh, this, this group is a lot of fun and, uh, you know what, pro hockey can be kind of, can get into, uh, it's a lot of games and, and you can find yourself, uh, but, um, you know, getting pretty tired and mentally worn out. So it's great when you got a, a really good group of guys that you're sharing that with.
0: You're part of a group of guys from Brighton that have all come up and matriculated to pro hockey at about the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How special is that to be, you know, lining up against guys you've grown up playing with?
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, Casey's got a bunch of guys from Brighton, so it's, uh, uh, and I know all those guys. I play with a couple of them. I train with all of them during the summer, so it is really cool. And, uh, you know, Brighton's a a hockey hotbed in uh, the state of Michigan, so it's pretty sweet when we get the lineup against each other.
0: That is Colin Bielek. Our third guest is Cam Hillis. Cam joined the fuel last year via a trade that sent Riley McKay to the Montreal Canadiens organization, as well as a few other players as well. And, He has been an outstanding player since coming to Indy, signed with a fuel just ahead of training camp after spending the first part of training camp with the Detroit Red Wings, three goals, 16 assists, 19 points in 18 games, had a seven game scoring streak going earlier this season that was snapped on Sunday, but has played really, really solid hockey outstanding playmaker among the league leaders in power play points as well as he has nine assists on the power play this season. Here's our chat with Indy Fuel forward Cam Hillis. Cam, a uh, walk-off goal last night in overtime. Uh, just describe how special that is when you're able to put a punctuation mark on a game like you were last night.
2: Yeah, I think we you know, we played a full 60 and I needed, needed a little more time, but uh, I think it just goes back to how we're playing right now. We're really stringing them together and all guys are bought in in that locker room, so it, it makes things fun when you start to win.
0: Yeah, describe how that goal came about. It looked like Santino made a really good play on the boards to win a loose puck, and um, and then sprung the rush from there.
2: Yeah, a lot of credit goes to him on that. Honestly, like from the start of the play, getting the puck to me, and then settling a, a bobbled puck and and putting it on a tee for me. So it was a great pass, and uh, I'm really fortunate to put that in.
0: It just for you, is it just finding a, the soft spot on the ice, a, a spot where where he could set you up?
2: Yeah, he's a smart player, obviously, and just try to get open, and he put mm-hmm. it right right in my wheelhouse, and not much more else I could do. So it was a great play by him.
0: Yeah, describe how your year has gone so far, and as especially now the team's starting to string some wins together.
2: Yeah, it's it's been a good year, uh, ups and downs to start the year early. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were in a bit of a hole a couple weeks ago, but we battled hard together and. Uh, now we're starting to see the fruits of that so uh, we're just going to keep that rolling and, and hopefully have uh, a lot more success here.
0: In the last few games you've been skating with a couple of veterans and Petrozelli and Martin. Uh, describe what it's like to have those guys as line mates.
2: Yeah they're, they're both uh, you know very special players. Uh, they see the ice well and, and Marty can really put the puck in the net Petro's a hard worker and, and And gets pucks out and, um, you know, gets me the puck. And we kind of just are clicking well right now and hopefully keep that going. Somebody
0: who's a playmaker like you are, how nice is it to have a guy like Martin that can really wire the puck on your
2: wing? Yeah, it's awesome. He's obviously uh, had a great uh, pro career and um, he's a great goal scorer. I just try to get him the puck and kind (laughs) of take some sticks out of the way and give him as much time as he can to shoot. But uh, I I feel comfortable when he's got the puck on his stick and a a good shooting position.
0: You're, uh, you know, part of the leadership group here. How, how important is it? How special is it for you to wear a letter on your sweater and and be part of the leadership group of this team?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a huge honor. Obviously, we have a lot of leaders in that room, and uh, I feel honored to be able to put an A.M.H.S. and and represent this team every night. And um, like I said, there's a ton of leaders in there, but um, this organization has done a lot for me the last you know year year and a bit. So it's it's nice to get back to them and and uh kind of pave the way for younger guys too
0: how much can you draw on your uh, experience or so you're the captain in guelph and junior how much do you draw on that experience
2: yeah i think i'm a guy that just kind of leads by example i'm not the most vocal guy in the room but i'll be the guy that's working hard and and being there for for teammates when they when they need something and um just expertise and stuff like that so i think that's kind of my strong suit but definitely experienced drawback and a lot of leaders I've learned from over the years too.
0: As you came into this year what was it that drew you back to Indy you were a free agent this offseason had uh, I assume a lot of options uh, what brought you back here?
2: Yeah I think just um, the team the guys here Dunks obviously gave me you know a great opportunity the last year and I haven't had a ton of those in my pro career so I'm loyal in that in that sense so um, I went to camp with Detroit. Things didn't really pan out how I'd like to there, so um, obviously I want to get to the next level and, and find a way to stick there, so I think this was the best place for me to do that.
0: Dunks, because of his track record of helping guys get to the next level, what does he like to play for in, in not just helping you guys have success here, but also achieve your goals professionally?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think everyone in the room can speak for this we all love playing for him Um, he's kind of the leader on that bench for us and um, he makes a lot of fun coming to the rink every day sometimes when you don't feel it one day it's it's a it's a great practice day and being around the guys and he he creates that atmosphere for us so I think that's one of the joys of playing here and just um, he obviously wants to do well too it's not just the guys in that room so we're all pulling the rope in the same direction and you know when, when we all do well uh, you know, as a team success, everyone does well individually too.
0: And you got traded here a little bit over a year ago from the Canadiens organization I know that 's never easy to to be traded, but what was that you know how important was that for you in your career as far as landing here and being a really key part of things both here and and I know last year you had some opportunities in Rockford as well
2: yeah, i mean uh, pro 's uh, kind of a whirlwind sometimes, mm-hmm. so you just kind of roll with the punches when they 're thrown and Um, I was happy to come here and and get a good opportunity and um, and a lot of great guys here too playing with and the friendships you make so that's important too and for me it's just you know building each year and and trying to get better and Mm -hmm. and one day when it falls into place you're ready for that opportunity so I think this environment's given me that.
0: Uh, it fell into place for you a couple of years ago. You had an opportunity to play a game with the Montreal Canadiens. How special was that to, to to play in the National Hockey League and, and achieve that dream?
2: Yeah, I mean that's obviously been my lifelong dream, and uh, to achieve that with storied organization in Montreal was was a great feeling, and uh, I owe a lot to them. They they were with me for probably five years, six years, and um, they've done a lot for my development too. So. Obviously a great experience for me. This is your fourth year as a pro. How has your game grown you know, from year to year? I think I'm just kind of understanding. I'm I'm more of a two-way player at this mm-hmm. level and um, still chipping on offense, but definitely a guy that's reliable in his own zone and um, you know makes important plays when he has to, but someone who's kind of relied on his two-way hard player center. Okay.
0: That is Cam Hillis joining us on the Under the Hood podcast. want to thank him as well as Colin Bielek and Jordan Martin for joining us on this edition of the podcast. And of course, thank you for listening as well. The Indy Fuel look to extend their five game winning streak Friday, December 8th at home against the Wheeling Nailers, Wintertainment and Do three one seven night. And then Saturday night, Charlie Brown Christmas night, December 9th against the Fort Wayne Comet, seven o'clock face-offs. And again, get your tickets now for Teddy Bear Toss night against the Kalamazoo Wings on Saturday, the 16th at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Until then... This is Andrew Smith saying thanks for listening to this edition of Under the Hood. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.